Welcome to the Startup Competitors Podcast, where we talk with early stage entrepreneurs to understand what information they use to inform product roadmap, strategy, and market differentiation. A couple of quick housekeeping items before we kick off today's show. Uh, first, you'll notice a slightly new format now that we have another sponsor for the show, trying to figure out the best way to get them included in. Hopefully you like it uh, and be sure to check them out. Also, I uh, wanted to mention that uh, Steve Jones and I, uh, Steve is the co-founder of Startup Competitors, will be working on a podcast series where we share kind of our experiences real time as we think about a pivot to our core product. And uh, hopefully we'll get some audience participation in that as it unfolds. So look for that in the coming weeks. Uh, and then finally, the obligatory ask to uh, hop online and uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you normally listen. You can even find us on YouTube now. Uh, it's not video content yet. Uh, that may or may not come in the future, but at least we've got the audio out there. Uh, and then uh, also leave us a review uh, wherever you normally listen. Uh, we do check those out. They mean a lot to us. If you would like to give me feedback directly on the podcast, would love to hear it. Uh, whether that you think of uh, somebody I should be interviewing feedback on format, you don't like the way that the guy says entrepreneur in the opening sequence. Uh, I've heard that one a couple of times. Uh, just drop me a note, mkelly at startupcompetitors.com. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this episode with Allison Martin with From Engage Mentoring. This episode is brought to you by Full Stack PEO. Most founders start companies because they figured out a better way to solve a problem or serve a need, not because they love tracking payroll, filling out compliance forms, and explaining employee benefits packages. And yet, all that stuff still has to be done. That's why there's Full Stack PEO. Full Stack PEO specializes in turnkey HR for emerging companies, not just those core services, but advice and expertise that help founders maximize employee potential. Curious? Find out more at fullstackpeo.com. Welcome to the Startup Competitors Podcast. Today we have Allison Martin, who's the founder and CEO of Engage Mentoring. Allison, welcome. Thanks so much, Mike. Why don't we start with a quick pitch for Engage Mentoring and what you do? Sure. Uh, so the Engage Mentoring program is a plug-and-play software that enables workplace mentoring to be made easy for companies of all sizes. So it takes the guesswork out of implementing a mentoring program. Uh, a lot of times you just look for software, and but then you've still got to start from scratch to recruit mentors and train them. And this just makes it easy because there's an existing database that allows your participants to access mentors both inside and outside of the company. So you can enable cross-company mentoring as well, um, which is a really nice feature for some of the companies that, that are probably looking for that external perspective. And make that a little bit more tangible. Let's, let's go okay. maybe into the user experience a little bit. What, what does it look like if I'm a mentor? And then what does it look like if I'm a mentee? So if you're a mentor, you basically create a profile where you indicate your topics that you would be willing to share with others on the basis of your experience. So there's a training that helps the mentors understand how to have those conversations. Uh, and then they create a profile where they identify topics that they would be willing to share with others. So as a mentor, you get the opportunity to indicate what topics you would be willing to share with others. As a mentee, the good news is you actually get to self-direct 
your match on the basis of topics you want to learn more about. So if I am thinking about my career and I work in an organization and I say, I really want to be a senior vice president in five years, I think about what competencies or soft skills I would like to develop as part of that process. uh, And then also think about the topics or soft skills I'd like to develop now and begin to select mentors on the basis of those particular topics. And the mentor selection would enable me to connect both with mentors inside my company, as well as externally uh, through through the engage mentoring program. Got it. And then for the company, is there another user experience? Like if I'm a company admin, um, what what does that look like? Great question. So uh, that's one of the harder things about implementing mentoring programs is really the measurement aspect. And that's the value that we really bring, um, both in terms of the admin access to the software, which is the quantitative uh, perspective on how many hours of mentoring have taken place, who's connected to whom, what topics are my employees choosing, uh, and those types of data points. In addition to that, we collect feedback that it's more subjective in quality in terms of how those experiences are being received received and and how well those conversations are going and and how well people feel like they're moving the needle and and developing in those particular areas. And then on an annual basis, we also do what's called a people first assessment. So we're really measuring how we're working alongside an employer in in terms of helping them increase their employee engagement and retention. And that's really the value that we bring because this program was developed out of years of experience and implementing these programs for larger companies. And we've been able to kind of distill all of the things that worked about those endeavors into a a program that is so easy to administer and allows for companies of all sizes to offer workplace mentoring and be able to measure it and see the actual results. Um, So that's the really exciting piece about this particular product. Awesome. Hit me with some current status for the business. That can be any sort of vanity metric you want to share. Could be customers, employees, number of mentoring sessions that have taken place. Paint a picture for somebody who's listening as to where you're at. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think giving a little bit of the backstory of how this came to fruition is a little helpful uh, in that we started basically built a mentoring software tool uh, that we are using in our consulting firm, where again, we are historically working with large clients that either they were a global company looking for something that was scalable or a nonprofit association or university and, and help them construct a program from scratch. And out of that learning, we realized two things. One, it was, it was really daunting for even the biggest companies with a ton of resources to start a program from scratch. Um, and two is that we wanted something that would be scalable for companies of all sizes to be able to access. And that's what led to the development of Engage Mentoring, which has only been around for about a year, year and a half. Um, and in that time, <laughs> that's that's a wide range. I'm sorry. It's been around for about a year and three months. And so uh, in that time, we have had 19 companies of all sizes uh, pilot the program. Um, and we've had a 90% renewal rate on those companies. Um, we have about 1,200 users right now um, that are part of that network. So uh, again, this is a program that enables cross-company mentoring. So it's great to see that traction. In addition to that, we have also partnered with some nonprofits and higher ed institutions to enable students to access the program. Um, And that's gone very well also uh, in terms of the, the growth in that category. I think, well, I know that we offer the program to 
500 students in particular in the state of Indiana. And, uh, and that's continuing to grow and we're getting interest there also. Um, so those are some of the numbers that we've seen so far. And, and uh, the feedback has been fantastic. And uh, in researching, there's there isn't anything, any other programs that are doing it quite like the way that we're doing it. Um, and we're really feeling good about the results that we're seeing so far. That's awesome. When you think of competitors for Engage Mentoring, who or what comes to mind? Yeah, well, the first thing people think of if they want a mentoring program is they want mentoring software. Um, so they'll go out and they'll Google mentoring software. And there are many different options that exist. You know, that that could be a, a good first step. But in doing that, you would start the program from scratch. And as we all know, software itself um, doesn't run the program. So the engagement strategy, the measurement, uh, the training, and all of those things would still need to be addressed. In our research, there are some companies that do offer sort of the external mentoring piece. They're not not quite as cost effective as what we're willing to or able to to do the program at. I'm not. I don't have firsthand hand knowledge of sort of how effective they are. Um, but there are some companies out there that will also enable external mentoring. Um, and the benefit of that is is again not having to start a program from scratch and and having it be more of a plug and play versus investing first in the software and then figuring out how to get people to use it. Then. When you're so interesting in that kind of a crowded space, when you're trying to cut through the noise, talk to me a little bit about what your sales process looks like. Specifically, are are you being brought in and when you're talking to somebody, do you have to differentiate against a whole bunch of other people in the space? And and so they like they think they're talking to you about one thing and you end up opening their eyes that they're talking to you about something else, or is it not like that at all? Actually, that happens a lot. <laughs> um, and and so our first hurdle is kind of getting in the door. And the reason I say that is because even with the aid of software, mentoring, uh, offering mentoring programs to your employees sounds like a lot of work. If we're able to get in and first and foremost, understand what the key drivers are for the business and what they're currently doing to develop their employees um, or what they're not doing, being able to explain a little bit at a high level of how easy the implementation of this is and also how effective it is, um, is, is how we're differentiating ourselves in the marketplace by kind of painting the picture of what external mentoring really looks like. Again, I, I think our biggest competition is is just a, a mentoring software, which again, there's a lot of them out there, but we don't typically find that employers are saying, oh my gosh, I need a mentoring program yesterday. Please help me. It's more educating them on, on what this can do to really engage and grow and develop and, and create a culture within their organization that's just inspiring and, and helps them in the whole endeavor of attracting, retaining, and developing talent, getting them kind of bought into that and then showing them how easy this is to implement is really our strategy. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's been on the basis of, of referrals and, and actually a lot of referrals from our existing clients. What's beautiful about this too is our clients want to see more companies sign on um, because it gives their employees more opportunities to network as well. So that's been a huge source of kind of driving, you know, the the number of companies that we have so far has been largely on the basis of referrals like that too. Interesting. Do, do you know of anybody else out there that has that kind of cross company component in the way that, that you guys have it? Yeah. Like I said, there's, there's a couple others. Um, so one uh, service that I know of is from what, the way that I've understood it is they will take your emerging leader and they have a database of really high level people from companies across the 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 
the country, um, where instead of going out and paying for an executive level coach, they'll pair you with a mentor company. Um, and it's at a significant cost. And last time I checked, it was in the range of $10,000 per person. So it was more of like executive coaching type of cost, but doing it with executive mentors. Um, and then there's another that is um, a little bit more, not $10,000 a person, but it's about $150 per user per month, um, where they are affording some sort of cross mentoring application. But I think, again, they're doing the match in a more traditional fashion versus allowing the employee to make those matches on the basis of topics. So nothing that's done quite the way that we've, we've done it. But we've been doing the process of mentoring even in the form that Engage Mentoring offers um, within companies for about eight years now. Um, And so we've learned a lot in that process about how to keep people engaged, how to give them context around approaching those conversations and those types of things. Um, And so from that have developed this cross-company mentoring concept um, that's been very well received so far. and, And we're really enjoying and seeing the traction that it provides. And also just, again, the, the ease of administration for our clients, which I think is the biggest key. Do you have any formal ways that you track competitors in the space or new possible new competitors that come online in any given quarter? I think uh, the short answer is we haven't historically. Um, we're getting a little bit better about that just because of, of recent needs to. I think sometimes you have an idea and you just go and you do. And, and then you, you, once you do it, you turn around and look around and see you know, what else is in this space. So we, we hear of, of different programs and different things. I think a lot of times too, I will say this, people hear the word mentoring and they think everything is this, oh, oh, you're just like that one mentoring program. So there's a lot of different programs that are out there that have different purposes, um, whether it's a nonprofit mentoring program or you know some other type of mentoring initiative. So um, we're doing a better job right now of of researching competitors, but historically, we've just been kind of putting our head down and trying to figure out what works and kind of getting feedback from our clients and continuing to modify and develop and and build the program. Are you ever, this is kind of interesting because I can imagine you could very easily be working with companies big enough that they have a couple of different solutions in this space. Mm -hmm. Are, Are you ever in a bake-off against some of those, uh, not not in the sales cycle, but actually inside the company, right? So like I can imagine a, a client who's using your software, potentially somebody else's software for another aspect of mentoring, and then, you know, potentially like a kind of like a, a, a formal program in their community, not even something that's software-based. Like when, are, do you find yourself in any situations like that? And if you are, how does that turn out or what, what are your experiences there? We do. And actually... I- if someone's looking purely at a, a wanting to create a mentoring program within their company, a lot of times they have very distinct ideas around you know which departments would have access and who would have access to whom within that hierarchy. So in other words, I don't want somebody who's an individual contributor having access to the CEO. So they really want things, applications that are built out in such a way that has that type of you know ability to kind of customize within within the program who's visible to whom. And that's not the intent or, or why we built our software the way that we did. Um, so that comes up that comes up a lot. And actually, sometimes they're looking for something that is so customized that we would say, and, and there are other really great software tools out there that 
that would be better suited for what they're looking for. And for us, we've really kind of built our program around this idea of um, not being able to replicate what we have in that allowing employees you know, to opt into a program on an annual basis that also allows for external mentoring. is It's a different experience. It's also a different strategy. Um, and we recommend that companies do both if they can, if they're big enough and they have the capacity to have both that sort of internal program that really builds in the the cultural you know nuances and and very specific topics to that industry or that company it makes a, a lot of sense ours makes a lot of sense on the soft skill side and being able to connect externally um, which is something that they they really would have not be able to replicate so to, the short answer is yes that happens all the time we come up uh, against companies that are using other softwares for different applications, we fully support that um, because, you know, you got to, you got to select the best tool for what you're trying to accomplish. I can't believe these, this series of questions just occurred to me this late in the conversation, but can I, I'm going to run down what must, I have to imagine it must be frequently asked questions for you in the sales cycle. Sure. I'm certain you must have clients or prospects who say, but if I use your software and my employees are talking to leaders at other companies, they're going to get poached by those other companies or do I have to worry about confidentiality across companies? How do you, how do you address those concerns? I actually love that question uh, because it kind of helps and it's always um, something that we try to address, but at the same time, if they're thinking it, you know, that could be the objection that would, would stop them from moving forward if they're that concerned. So a couple of things related to that. There's oft, there's obviously the, the user agreements and the confidentiality that they kind of agree to as part of the program. But having said that, yes, it does exist that they could potentially connect to a mentor outside of the organization and, and you know, form a relationship that leads to some sort of a, a job offer. We do have agreements in place that say that that's not supposed to happen. And I can authentically tell you, Mike, I know of not one single instance so far where that has happened. However, you know, things, tools out there exist like LinkedIn and other tools where if an employee is looking, um, they are going to come across those opportunities and, and that will be the case. And so, you know, if we're talking to an employer, they're considering, oh my gosh, if I invest in these employees, what if they connect to someone and they leave us? Uh, it's kind of like the whole, oh my gosh, what if we develop our employees and they leave us? okay, well, what if we don't and they stay? <laughs> so I, we just kind of talk through those concerns. And yes, there are things in place. And yes, this is not intended at all to be a, a tool for, for recruiting. Um, but you know, in the instance that that happens, um, we, we would have to believe that that would have happened anyway with other, all the other available networking tools that exist out there. Got it. Awesome. Do you have any uh, engaged mentoring swag? that you hand out, like the Engage Mentoring t-shirt or something that happens to like your gold medal mentors or anything like that? Not yet, but we need some. We had some diverse talent strategies swag, but we haven't made it down the list of swag yet. So I need to get some. Well, I have a deal for you because locally we have Fuel Merchandise Group. You can find them at fuelmerchandise.com and they can help you with your startup company swag. And if you mention startup competitors, you'll get a 10% discount on your first order. Well, very good. I will definitely uh, check that out. What did you say? Mention what? Startup competitors. Do you feel like you have product market fit? I do. Um, And here's why. Uh, There are a lot of people who 
would say that we have a crisis, a leadership crisis. And so things that are contributing to that are the fact that we're moving at such a fast pace and we're also in an incredibly tight talent market where we have more available jobs than we have people to fill them. Um, so what's happening is people are, are being promoted into roles perhaps earlier than you know would have normally happened without given a whole lot of context or a whole lot of training in that regard. Um, and then you've also got the generational factor of millennials and Gen Z and, and, and the generation that's coming up behind them moving into the workplace that have different motivations and different ideals around what makes an employer a place that they want to stay. And then just the sheer having multi-generations in the workforce where succession planning and knowledge transfer really needs to occur. So you factor all those things into it and, and also take into consideration that a, as high as 73% of employees across the board are, are not engaged with the employer. And you've got a real leadership crisis in, in most employers. And so what they do is they they try different things and sort of one size fits all approaches for their employees, and you know, which may include trainings and in some cases, very expensive executive coaching and those types of things. And mentoring is something that is easy to administer. It, it allows employees to self-direct their own sort of learning channels. It gives them the developmental, uh, it meets the needs that they're really hungry for in terms of that perspective and that safe place to reflect. Um, and it also really changes the culture in a profound way that enables people, you know, and we have a we have a client that the CEO, it's about 300 person uh, credit union that we've been working with for some time. And what he'll say is, it, it, what what this has done for their organization is he sees people raising their hands at meetings or you know taking on more responsibility. So I'm sorry to make this long-winded answer around product mar- market. That's good, <laughs> but it's it's it is it's so timely because this is so needed and historically, especially in. HR worlds that are again understaffed and overcommitted, um, you know, trying to build something like this from scratch is is so daunting. Uh, we're really excited, given all of the things that I just shared um, around this being such a, a a huge opportunity. I think for for workplaces to really be intentional about how they're building their culture and and doing so in a, such a way that creates stickiness and also enables people to to develop it to their full potential. I think you've just done a pretty phenomenal job of articulating some of the trends that are in your your space and and how you know you you think your solution is uniquely positioned to capture some of that i would also be interested do you have thoughts from a technology perspective are there trends out there just from a tech perspective that you also think you could be well positioned for whether that's now or in 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 coming years like is there anything on the in the way that you think people will engage digitally in the future that uh, could make this platform more powerful that you're excited about, or it's more about just facilitating those connections and letting the people figure out the best way to do that. You know, I don't know that we've figured figured out what the future looks like. I mean, right now we're really focused on getting people to use it and engage in such a way that they are, you know, creating meaning and and also, you know, sharing their feedback with us. I think for us, it's it's kind of finding even more data that we can kind of get from this in terms of how how impactful mentoring can be. You know, those those are the things on the immediate horizon. I don't know um, exactly what the future holds and and where there might be some other opportunities for for this to continue to evolve. It's just too hard for me to conceptualize right now. But um, but I'm I'm certain that those things exist, um, and we're continually getting feedback from our 
clients and our customers around those types of things and trying to keep up as fast as we can on the development of, of what that looks like and, and what service we're providing to our clients. If I gave you $500,000 right now to spend, where do you think you would spend it? Oh, gosh. Um, well, we have uh, uh, definitely, we're looking at the, I mean, so mainly if you're talking about on the development side, or you're talking about how I would spend it in general. In general, you can spend it on development. You can spend it on sales and marketing. In it's totally general, up to you. it would be sales and marketing. We're at a point where we're kind of reaching a, a fever pitch of kind of the current staffing structure that we have, which is very small and needing to, to build that out. Um, and so that's what we're actually kind of looking at right now is is what that could possibly look like. So it's it's primarily um, sales and marketing. So on the marketing side, I think um, doing a better job of targeting. I mean, up until now, it's been our existing clients going to them, getting referrals, and and that's how we've sort of grown organically. Um, so I think being really clear about the channels that we're pursuing and how to really effectively pursue them and, and start to get people, you know, inbound leads versus us doing outbound. And then sales on the back end. I've, I've been doing the majority of the sales that we've had thus far. And so making sure that we have people in place who can who can sell it effectively without without the need for me to be involved in that discussion. So um, I've been doing this for eight years and 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 have been positioned sort of as a mentoring expert. And so that's our, our biggest thing right now is sales and marketing and, and really creating a, a more scalable model than what we've had thus far. I don't often get an opportunity to reference some past guests on the show and I'm totally blanking on what episode he was on, but uh, I want to say it might've even been in year one. So this was a while ago, but there's a company here in town called Warmup. Uh, I think it's sendwarmup.com. That is a platform specifically focused on how to best leverage your referral sources to mm-hmm. maximize uh, deal flow. Uh, and I only bring that up because I, I think you might be the first person who's who's actually said referral sources is one of your primary sources for for deal flow. Uh, so might might be something worth looking out uh, looking out for. And I'll I'll make sure we drop that episode in the show notes. Perfect. So it's easy to find and. Uh, if you want an intro to Mike Hurley, who's the founder of that company, I'd be, I'd be happy to make it. That could be could be a good fit. That sounds great. I will definitely check that out. That sounds, that sounds really great. Yeah, thank you. Okay. What's the biggest challenge you face to date in launching this business? There's so many. <laughs> um, so the biggest challenge I've faced to date, um, so multiple things, I would say. One is the the original conceptualization of the technology was sort of a we need a match.com for mentors that would have a scheduling component and that has evolved so significantly so i think keeping up with the user feedback in in terms of development and keeping you know staying in front and making sure that the technology is working as it should and that we're getting the engagement of of the uh, users who are who are using the software has been a continuous exercise that will only continue to be refined, of course. Um, so you never are quite there. We can always increase that. But I think those have been the biggest challenge because you know we talk about building a business based on software and humans, and between those two those two uh, uh, applications, things can can go wrong. You know, a mentor could not show up for a mentoring session, or vice versa. And I think. Uh, rising to make sure that we're addressing those uh, things and that we're responsive in a timely manner and, and meeting our customer expectations has been a challenge, but we're 
we've learned how to make sure that we're authentic about the expectation that that could happen in the beginning and and how what we do to address it and that we're consistent in how we respond. So I I think those have been the greatest challenges is, is both on the technology and then also the human the human side and and uh and making sure that things that people are doing what they say they're going to do as as they should in that part of our product delivery is really relying upon the human interaction that that it facilitates. I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask it. It's leading the witness a little bit, but have have you had a chance to do much A/B testing around that human side of things, like in the software to say if we if we put this language in the invite, it's two percent more likely to convert on a connection versus if we put this language in the invite. Have you done any of that kind of like just rapid fire A/B testing at, a, across different parameters in the software? We have not. No, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> that that would be fascinating. It would be fascinating, actually. All right. What do you think your next big challenge is for this business? Uh, I'm definitely figuring out scaling and how to um, I, I, I'm building out the right team. Um, so that's our next big endeavor and making sure we have the the right funding aligned with that um, and then determining which markets to really go after. Um, so uh, we've got a kind of roadmap of where we want to be by the end of the year and a, a pretty solid plan on, on how we're going to get there. And assuming we hit that target, we'll be well positioned to kind of take things to the next level and, and figure out the, the rest of it. So um, we're trying to be laser focused on that right now. And and then it's going to be really scaling. And, and how do we how do we do that, you know, nationally, uh, in addition to what we have in our own backyard? Nice. What are you learning right now that could be in the business personally for fun, hobby? Like what's the thing that has you excited and you're uh, you're spending time trying to get up to speed in that topic? You know what? I'm learning every day. Um, so I just recently, as you referenced earlier, just made the transition out of the consulting firm and am now the CEO of, of the software firm. And so with that, I am meeting as many people as I can who are veterans of the technology field just to understand you know, what their path was, um, how they got to where they were, um, seeking out advice. And it's really been incredible. Mike, you've been, you've been huge in that. I, I had a chance to talk to you a couple of times and you've pointed me and, and connected me to to some other great people, but that's what I'm learning. I feel like I'm, I'm every day I have either um, a new direction, new idea, or new contact uh, that's helping to make the path forward clearer. And that has been my primary focus right now. Hobby-wise and you know other things, I just, outside of work, I have a daughter who uh, is about to go into college in the fall. And so I'm spending as much time with her as I possibly can, you know, when I'm outside of work hours to um, make sure I'm just maximizing what little time we have left. Um, so between those two things, I, um, those, those are my primary focuses right now. That's awesome. Good answer. <laughs> All right. If people would like to get a hold of you or if they'd like to learn more about Engage Mentoring, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, sure. They can check out our website. It's engagementoring.com. Uh, just as it, it sounds, it's spelled that way. And then my email is Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N at engagementoring.com. And I can also be found on LinkedIn under Allison Martin. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. If you're thinking of launching a SaaS product, startup competitors can provide data on your closest competitors, survey potential users, or provide other product validation services. Learn more at startupcompetitors.com.